One Nation Under Pod is brought to you by HomeSafe. HomeSafe knows that nothing is more important than knowing that you, your loved ones, and your property is safe and secure. That's why their patented system of home alarms make sure that you are protected in case of any kind of break-in or burglary. And HomeSafe goes a step further in adding a social media element where you can, on the HomeSafe site, register your home, tagging the belongings that you have that are now protected by HomeSafe, how much currency you have that is protected by HomeSafe, and all levels of details of your homestead that you are proud to say is now secured by HomeSafe. We will easily tag you into a number of tiers depending on the total gross value of your home, both in cash and in property. And then you can connect with other HomeSafe customers to see exactly what kind of amazing experience you're getting with HomeSafe. And we've now added a security feature where you can, if you would like, set your account to private so only you and your friends can see the belongings that you are posting on the site, as well as exactly how you are securing them with the number of doors and types of locks. So get on homesafe.com. I've been on homesafe now for two weeks and it's been great. And honestly, the fun of posting pictures of all of my priceless heirlooms and where they're located in my house is better than the feeling of security. I don't know, Ryan, what do you think? Well, I was so taken with HomeSafe that I've actually upgraded to the, the special family tier and I've got the add-on KidSafe product. That's where I register my daughter on the site where I can post her whereabouts at any given time. I've also got the WifeSafe add-on, hi honey, where I can post where she's at, what she's up to, who she's with, what she's wearing, is she alone, is she driving a car, what's the license plate number, what's her ID number, all these things, frankly, I sleep better knowing that all of these things are on the HomeSafe site in case I ever need them. Yes, and I'm actually now on the Mercury plan where I've posted my blood type, number of organs, and the types of fillings and other metal implements that I have in my body. And it's just, it's a spectacular feeling. So if you want to become part of the HomeSafe family, go to homesafe.com and to get 20% off, make sure to enter um, a picture of a dollar bill and you'll need a serial number. You know the serial numbers on the front of the dollar bill. You're going to need one with at least three twos in it. So if you can post a picture of the dollar bill with a serial number with at least three twos in it, you'll get 20% off your first month at homesafe.com. Homesafe, where your home is safe. And here's the show. Hello, hello, and welcome to One Nation Under Pod. I'm Francis Ford Coppola. I'm Ryan Pfefferman. And we are here to give you a digest of the politics of the week, and I wish we had a better show for you. I think this show's going to wrap up in about five minutes. What do you say, Ryan? Pretty dull. Pretty dull. Not only do we not have an amazing guest, but it's also a pretty slow week in politics. Oh, except for... Oh, Oh my God, we are past the primaries, we have our candidates, and now the knives are out. So we're going to be getting into that, but we do want to make sure you stick around. We have uh, we have nobody as a guest. Oh, wait, no, huh. we have nobody, the Rock Party candidate, as our guest here on the show. Pretty uh, groundbreaking moment in the history of podcast, I'd say. 
I believe it is the Nobody Hacktivist Collective's first podcast ever recorded. At least that we know of. Given their tech skills, they might be lurking in the background of any number of podcasts undetected. They could be on your podcast right now. <laughs> but, oh. but first, let's get into it. Now, where we left you off in our last episode, we had our three candidates. Nobody, Kaylee Girlboss, Richard Cream Jr. And since then, it's just been action after action after action this is this is i'm sorry this is the cliffhanger of presidential campaigns uh right right you want to want to give us a, a digest here absolutely and to be clear by cliffhanger i assume you mean the movie yes absolutely Stallone the, the john lithgow action movie yes all right so first cliff we've got is nobody our guest tonight has released well first huh, i don't even know where to start they released an attack ad against the cream family alleging foreign roots uh, Nazi background and calling their VP Pac a murderer uh, of giants. Now, of course, uh, Pac, friend of the pod, she was here. She did indeed confess to murdering several giants. But frankly, more disturbing to me is the questions that have been raised about Richard Cream Sr.'s connections to Argentina and his potential hidden Nazi past. Here's what I want to know. Is this going too far or not far enough? in this insane political season. You know, we used to call the week, the two weeks leading up to an election, something very special when we were on the the, the Kerry O'Connor campaign, we called it sweeps, all right? This is the time to pull out all the stops because it's not like they're gonna catch you if you end up lying right now. What what, what is the FEC gonna gonna catch you in December when the election's all over? Nobody cares at that point. So if you've got (laughs) any stops to pull out, now's the time to pull them. So I remember the Kerry O'Connor campaign. I mean, we we, we called our our opponents everything that we could pull out of the bag. We would say, oh, my opponent's illiterate. Oh, my opponent's actually Canadian. Mm -hmm. Oh, my opponent's an assemblage of demon worms in a flesh vessel. I mean, anything To be fair. To be fair, Demon Worm was a self-professed assemblage of demon worms, but the American public didn't seem to mind, even when we pointed it out. No, Frankly, no, I think, no. I think uh, a, a bolder move was the night, I think it was, uh, what, it was about, just about a week out before the election, when uh, O'Connor himself went out and grabbed the VP nominee from the other party um, and stuffed him in a sack and threw him in the river. Take Frankly, that. What, what are you going to do, FEC? What are you going to do? <laughs> like, wh- wh- you know, it's too late. OK, you can't you can't really combat uh, political passion like that with some sort of outdated, outmoded framework of laws and norms, in my opinion. I mean, so, yeah, I mean, I, gonna, I mean, the, the polls, okay. the polls speak for themselves. I mean, uh, what I saw when Kerry O'Connor did that was if I'm a voter in Wisconsin sitting down with with my porridge I'm seeing that and thinking if he's going to fight like that to win this campaign, I think he's going to fight like that for me. Absolutely. All of which is to say, nobody hats off to you. If you're going to call your opponent a Nazi, now is the week to do it. And frankly, as a political junkie, uh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'd say, I'd say don't stop there. I mean, call them oh, part no. of the, the, the Red Guard, you know, call mm-hmm. them one of uh, the, the Italian black shirts, call them uh, uh, I, I don't yeah. know. Call him one of Gamatron's uh, 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 space forces. Why don't Obviously, you? everyone remembers Gam- Gamatron. Beyond, yeah. Gamatron, the, do- the Dominator, 1994 candidate, whose uh, space forces did a pretty it's impressive show of force down the Pennsylvania Avenue. Um, didn't oh, really nudge him up in the polls much. 
Now, it didn't it didn't connect with voters, but it sent an interesting message, I think, to the political pundit class, uh, <laughs> myself included. Uh, although, uh, speaking of uh, leaving a trail of destruction, the action didn't stop with this Nazi video. Oh, no. The Cream family barn was burned down during the convention what? in what has been called a prank gone awry. 20 cows perished. Those are cows with names and families, no doubt, perished in the flames. And at first, fingers were being pointed at nobody, but they released an ad just the other day claiming that... Are you sitting down, Francis? I am. That Pac, the VP candidate Pac, her son Zook, who previously set fire to a gnome village, is to blame for this fire. Richard Cream Jr. react. Uh, he, he released a reaction video. He was clearly sad. Even Kaylee Girlbaus, famously above the fray, uh, she weighed in on this, uh, talking about cowbirds, which I believe are a kind of bird. That... That brought a tear to my heart, seeing her talk about the cowbirds. Now, obviously, we don't have a lot of evidence here. None of us were at the convention. We were busy, obviously, recording our live right. convention recaps during the convention. But what we do have is one side saying it was the Cream family, one side saying nobody. And I think that we should feel free to point fingers here. I mean, who has the most to gain? Now, we have had some false flag operations happening in the past. We all remember when... Jimmy Carter famously blew up his peanut farm to try to get elected in 1979. Didn't work. Didn't work. No. Really, really uh, blew up in his face there. No pun intended. But <laughs> so this kind of thing has happened in the past. And sure. obviously, have you been seeing some of the Instagram accounts from Barrymore Cream Jr., who seems to have Ooh. been banished to some caves? Ugh, it's a little uh, apparently a touchy subject, I think, yeah. for, the, for the cream family. It's not been a good week for them no. heading into this debate coming up on Thursday. Now, that can be a good thing. You want to go in with low mm -hmm. expectations. I remember exactly. Carrie O'Connor you know, basically ran around the city with no pants on, passing out drunk in every bar. And everyone's like, well, he's not going to do much. And then, right. bam, he's on stage talking about how he's going to expand the EITC. Oh. Everyone didn't know what to think. And we just nailed that debate. Yeah, and I think that's how you do it. So this could all be certainly a, a calculated effort on behalf of the Crane family to lower expectations for their debate performance. Uh, you know, some people have uh, said perhaps it's a bit of a, I don't want to call it a Reichstag fire situation, but it certainly has echoes of the famous Reichstag fire uh, in which the Nazis famously burned down their own state house in order to gin up support for their party. Is that what's going on here? Did they hire Pac's son, Zook, to burn down their own family farm with, again, 20 cows inside? Now, admittedly, the cows did go on to become a delicious dinner as they were singed to perfection. But that's not really the issue here. Have I you ever had cow-burned beef? Cow burned beef? Oh, cow-burned beef is... Uh, my grandma used to make it, actually. Oh, oh Jura and I and I went for one of our honeymoons, and it's great. What oh. you do is you stuff the cows into the barn, light it on fire while you all sit and enjoy. Usually it's a rosé. And then once uh, the people push the debris out of the way, it's literally just a series of hamburger patties waiting for you there. And... So, mwah. yeah, I mean, it, it could have just been a, a culinary coup d'etat, if you will. But... Uh, there are some troubling questions if Zook really did this on his own and was not put up to it. There are troubling questions, frankly, if our, if our guest tonight, nobody did this. Frankly, 
There are troubling questions all around, and troubling questions are what I like to see going into a debate. It means momentum, it means excitement, it means action, and folks, don't forget, it also means that we will be covering the debates for you all night here, live. Uh, Francis, you want to give them our, our pod schedule that day? Obviously, yes. Yeah. So the debates will be happening at 7 p.m., so we'll be having our pre-debate wrap-up at 4 p.m. That's going to be lasting 20 minutes. We're going to go right into the pre-debate think piece, where we're that's going to go for about 45 minutes, which is actually going to be overlapping with our pre-debate analysis. And pre-debate, uh, we have a personality analyst, an analyst that's going to be coming on. So that's actually going to run a bit long and go toward 505, which is going to have to push back our pre-debate uh, sort of pop analysis where we're going to be bringing on some 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 pop singers that's going to get a little loose and a little fun we're gonna do some karaoke in the studio but that's actually gonna to have to be cut short around 520 so then we can get into our more serious pre-debate analysis of foreign policy issues and how this debate could be really affecting some of the conflicts we have going on with Nicaragua and Belgium. And then that's going to run a bit long into the 615 pre-debate prep, where we're going to be doing some sketching. We're literally just going to be sketching what we think the debate is going to be looking like. And we invite you to come in, make sure you have your charcoal. And then we're going to be going at 630. Actually, there's going to be a bit of a black hole at 630 because we need to go get in our best suit and get shaved because guess what? This debate's featuring a special appearance from guests who? Your beloved hosts. That's right. Folks, we are going to be making a special appearance. No, we're not running for president. <laughs> not yet, not yet, not yet, not, not yet. yet. Although it's an interesting idea. Anyway, uh, we are indeed going to be featured at the debate. We can't really talk about it too much other than to say that if you don't tune in, you will probably regret it for the rest of your natural life. Of course, if you don't tune in, you can catch up our post-debate wrap-up starting at 8.05 p.m. where we'll be looking at the debate. And then the 8.10 personal pre-debate wrap-up where we're going to be looking at our and how we performed and how we how feel we about do? that. Yeah. And that unfortunately is going to push back our 8.30 post-debate poll analysis where we're going to be predicting how the polls will be moved and then we're going to be actually getting the polls at 8.45. So that's going to be the post-debate poll poll analysis and then how those polls are going to be shifting some of the messaging. We'll be doing that at 9 o'clock, our post-debate messaging wrap-up and how we think the, the candidates now need to be moving based off of those polls and then the 9.30 wrap-up of the evening shows and how they've been treating this debate. So tune in. Of course, you can find all that info on our website. Yes, illiberalmedia.pod.net.com. All right. And with that, I think it's time to move into our second break. But please stick around because you're going to want to hear our groundbreaking debate. Or debate. Sorry. I'm got debate on the brain. Debate <laughs> Again, on the brain. Debate on the brain. We're not running for president. Hopefully it's not going to be a debate with <laughs> the Rock Party candidate, nobody. So stick around. Hey, Francis. Ryan, you ever try to start a fire? <laughs> Do I ever? I get some rocks, I get some sticks, and then it all just falls apart from there and I'm left in the cold. Exactly. You end up dirty, you end up cold, and you certainly end up without a fire. Well, let me introduce you to an app called Tinder. Tinder That's right, say. folks. Tinder. Tinder.net. It's an app that pairs you with firewood. Not the whole fire, just the tinder in your area. I'm talking dry grass. I'm talking leaves. I'm talking shaved bark. I'm talking dry pine needles, even dry fungus. Let's say you find yourself out in the woods and you need to start a fire for your survival, comfort, or dinner. Simply load up the app, 
Type in a few questions about yourself to get your profile set up, and it will start showing you pieces of Tinder in the forest in your area. All you do is you swipe right on a piece of Tinder that you would like to use in your fire, and you will get GPS directions directing you directly to that piece of Tinder. Now, I've been using it for a couple weeks, and let me tell you, just the other weekend, we were up in the up in the uh, the upstate valley, and I was out in the woods, and I'm thinking, okay, I'm gonna be a big man. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a fire. We're gonna have some s'mores. It's gonna be kind of a romantic night. I get there, and guess what? There's no starter logs. How am I gonna start this fire? What am I? Uh, uh, a woodsman? A lumberjack? <laughs> nope. So while my back was turned and my wife couldn't see, I simply pulled out the Tinder app and started swiping immediately before I knew it. And long after the sun went down, I had myself a nice little pile of fire starters that I brought back to the fire pit, woke up my wife, and we had a beautiful evening. Francis, how are you finding Tinder so far? Oh, wait until you hear this story. So I was preparing uh, a traditional Kalua Hawaiian pig roast in my backyard. We have dug the pit, had the palm fronds, Everything ready to go. Pig, the pig, car bloody pig carcass splayed mm. and laid out. Mm. I go down to light the fire. Oh, realize I don't have any Tinder. So yeah, I bust out the app, get that Tinder app open, see that there's some dry brush just in a, in a local forest right near oh. me. Swipe oh, right, hard. get in the car and get this. I'm halfway there. The forest ranger swiped left on me. <gasps> oh. oh. So oh, I thought I was done, breaker. but guess what? Went back on that Tinder app, found out that there was a felled tree right near me on, it was on private land. I had to do a little bit of sneaking, but I was able to get that dry wood out, get it under my pig, get it roasted. And 14 hours later, my in-laws were tasting some of the best Hawaiian pig they'd ever had. So oh, thank you, Tinder.net. Yeah. Thank you, Tinder. So thanks to Tinder, I have had more romantic evenings than I can count since we got married. So folks, if you want to get in on this hot, hot Tinder action, simply head to Tinder.net and in the field, you want to type in offer code one nation under pod only using emojis. Now, unfortunately, contractually to give you the 20% off, I cannot tell you which emojis you are supposed to use. So use your imaginations. Uh, keep trying, though. It will definitely not let you submit the form until you get it right. Uh, that's one nation under pod. I'll say, I'll say one of them rhymes with Mubmarine. <laughs> We've said too much. We've said too much. So that's one nation under pod uh, in emoji form. And I'll see you on Tinder. Hello, hello, and welcome back. Welcome back. And we are here with presidential candidate for the Rock Party. Nobody, nobody. Welcome to the pod. Thanks, fellas. Good to be on. How y'all doing tonight? Hey, how's it going? How are we doing? I mean, we're wow. doing good, but we're, we're not the ones running for president, so I guess we're doing pretty good. <laughs> How are you? Well, we're, we're, we're having a hell of a I mean... <sighs> Here we have the super PAC all of a sudden, you know, release this stunning information about the Crane family. Um, I think one of the things that we really wanted to try to do is be as real with the people as possible. We have an affinity, affinity for your uh, podcast and, and really truly believe that this is the truest form of media uh, that's out there uh, on the POTUS Among Us stage. 
Oh, so um, you're speaking to my heart here. As thank you. As a as a collective, we've decided, uh, all of us here within this collective group of nobody, uh, that we're going to remove our uh, our masks, our voice masks, if you will, for just this once. If my that's god. all right with you, John. Oh my god, is this is this is this really happening? This so you're real? going to be removing your voice modulation. This this is ground breaking. This reminds me. Oh, do you do you remember the moment when 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 Bill Clinton finally took off the full body suit he was wearing on Connie Chung and let us see his face for the first time? This is that moment right now for our podcast. It was I, I still get shivers thinking about it. Folks, you are about to hear the real voices of the actual human beings behind a candidate that has frankly taken off like a rocket ship. <gasps> Can we hear you okay? Oh, this should have sent a poet. Hello, listeners. So unfortunately, we encountered a small issue. Uh, the moment that nobody revealed their true selves to us on the podcast and what can only be described as a pivotal moment in, in journalism and, and in podcasting and in media in general. Um, uh, intern Wilson spilled some of his... Mr. Pibb onto the soundboard. So that led to a bit of a snafu. Be like, Brian, I don't know, what would you call it? Uh, I would call it Wilson's last day on the job, personally. Yes, Francis. yes, I think that's pretty accurate. So um, thankfully, we, 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 we hacked back into the mainframe and, and found nobody in the cyberspace and, and, and tugged them back in through our ethernet. And, and we got them back here. So we're going to try and redo. We're going to recapture that magic we got. Uh, if you'll stick with us, listeners. Nobody, are, are you here? Yes. Yes, uh, I'm here. Can you hear me all right? I, I can hear you. And uh, I'm here, too. Can you hear me can all right? Are you in those beautiful, luscious, natural voices that you can only hear on One Nation Under Pod? Well, we're just happy to be uh, unmasked now. And uh, we, we believe that this is like really the truest the truest form of media right on the internet that is unbiased uh, unwavering uh and 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 this is where we wanted to display our true voices as opposed to those uh bottom feeders in the media if you will who get garbage Honestly, i like to think of us as a mix between a town crier and those uh bbc journalists you'd hear about during the the bombings out there with a helmet on and a microphone letting people know that everything's going to be okay so that's just me i don't know the so, word hero gets thrown around a lot. But uh, anyway, moving on to the interview. So, yeah, well, I, yeah, I just I, I want to thank you guys. I mean, there's so much to happen here this week, truly. Right. I mean, we, we had our super PAC uh, just release some information about the Crane family, which um, I mean, we're as Florida as everybody else. Uh, we, we had some inklings about it when we read. Uh, their biography, which of course they wrote and posted and you know put on the POTUS Among Us website. Um, Germany, Argentina, 1946. I mean, anybody who's got a you know a, 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 you know a half a brain cell who was in a history class could tell you, um, you know, your pops was probably a Nazi. Strong words, strong words against the cream campaign. Uh, is that uh, is that going too far? To, or to call not your opponent far Nazi. enough. Right. As you know, as we talked about the first time through, uh, eight out of the last 10 major party candidates have had explicit Nazi ties. Um, 
Do you think this is really going to 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 make a wave in the uh, the campaign pond, if you will? No question. I, I mean, this is this is this is huge, right? Nobody. I mean, this is groundbreaking for our team to learn. This is groundbreaking, but it also puts into context all of their words and actions so far along the campaign trail. Okay, you have cream rises to the top, cream rises to the top, cream rises to the top. Now, when looking at it from a fascist context, it changes what that slogan actually means. Mm. Then they go out of their way and they pick a VP who has uh, deliberately and is fully emphatically killed thousands. Thousands okay? of giants. So who We're talking, of course, about friend of the pod, Pac. Sure, friend of the pod, Pac. But she has straight up said, you know, no, I do not believe in in the judicial system. I will bring rain down and murder these giants because they threaten me. And that's not that's that's just not a how how America works. When yeah, you feel no place threatened, in our democracy. Yeah, when yeah. you feel threatened, mm-hmm. when you feel you know, if we would be having a different conversation if she said uh the one giant that killed her husband, she killed it. But no, she's gone way past that. And we're not even reading the fine print here, folks. Let's let's really dive into this. She's a gnome. She's smaller than everyone. So everyone to her will appear like a giant. Oh. I think you're allowing and enabling oh, a murderous rampage. I mean, thousands have been murdered in her own realm. Now she's coming into our realm, our world, where everybody's going to be taller than her. Good luck, and- folks. And everything's going to, you know, there's going to be that culture shock. There's going to be that, how do I navigate this? And if it, if if from if she, every time she's threatened, she murders, well, we have a big problem on our hands. And the Richard Cream family has just accepted it. You're hearing it here first, listeners. Pac, friend of the pod, could potentially see us all as giants and murder us all while we sleep. Certainly something to look out for during the rest of what has so far been a tumultuous campaign season. Absolutely. And, and, and you know, the creams have revealed that um, Kaylee's mother, right, is possibly uh, an estranged cream as well. So we've got, you know, two parties, right? There's the rock party, but then there's, you know, the paper and scissors party that have potential Nazism ties. And uh, I just, I feel sorry for that. I feel sorry for that daughter. You know, Reminds me a lot. You know, guys, I really do. Two families running against each other back in 1972 when Spiro Agnew ran against Miro Agnew for governor of Maryland. It, it, it got it, dirty. It, it hurts to see it, but my God, it's the most delicious campaign drama. Mm, sparks. Sparks flew. Uh, so, so are you implying that Crystal Girlmouse, uh, friend of the pod, is secretly a, a cream? That's what the cream party has put out, that they believe that there is a chance that she is a missing sister. Which would make Kaylee Grobos a missing niece. niece. And therefore part of the that cream is- collective. Which, of course, the cream family is running as a family. As a family. Meaning that if they get elected, Kaylee's mother would become part of the presidency Thus, meaning Kaylee would also become part of the presidency, meaning that Kaylee is running against herself. Herself? 
Hmm. Kaylee must be. You know, Francis, I'm, I'm happy you're following this because it, it, it's it's astonishing. I mean, we've got a team of our own collective folks that have been working on this night and day. And, uh, you know, it's kind of like packing a deck. It's like, it's like having a deck of cards and you know what's going to flip and when's it going to flip. And uh, I, I just want to go back to Richard Cream for a minute or, you know, Dick Cream as we lovingly call him, uh, you know, due to the primary here. Um, and we, we, we realized just, uh, you know, how, how he, he likes to be addressed, so to speak. Um, he doctored the video. We never asked him to exit the race. Hmm. He doctored the video. Hmm. That video that you saw today where he, you know, he shows an image of a burning barn, which we have now confirmed. And this is our folks, not the super PAC. And, and, and nobody, please, you know, if you want to step in. I mean, we, we had what? Pac's son? As a, son, as a Zook yeah. is a known arsonist mm -hmm. and all of a sudden they add a VP which is Pac whose son has previously said that for his mother's attention he burned down a village and you're surprised a barn goes down and the first finger you point is to us now, no there's an arsonist in your midst to be fair well, they point the finger at so, us too with the primary and now they're doing for so, this too it's I'm just gonna crazy. tell you this right now nobody as I listen to you reeling off these facts about your political opponents that as far as I can tell are mostly sourced entirely to the research of your own collective you're you're moving me I, you know I'm hearing that this this sounds correct I think you you're, you've really got the nail on the head here I don't know. What do you think, Ryan? Well, you know, I would like to join the collective. I am feeling one over. It feels like a vote for any of the other candidates at this point would really be uh, sort of a vote for either Nazis or Barnfire or a little girl who's somehow her own cousin, if I followed the math correctly, and I'm pretty sure that I did. Oh, and we haven't even gotten to uh, another variable here, which is... The Kylie Girl Boss campaign has actually been infiltrated by a group of radical fundamentalists who in secret call themselves Kanon. They believe her to be the chosen one. And No, 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 Kanon. What is what does that stand for again? For it is Christ with a K. Christ, yes, uh -huh. Christ, Christ spelled with, with a K. K. Yes, oh, as we spelled. all know Makes from sense. Bible study as children. Uh -huh. And from the band Nirvana. And at the end of the day, we as the Nobody campaign, we are starting we are starting a hashtag Save Kaylee campaign. We are concerned that this nine-year-old is being the front man for a radical group that believes in double Christmas, uh -huh. okay, and that that should be enforced throughout this country. They believe in sacrificing your own hair, in the way the Old Testament decrees uh -huh. it, okay? And at the end of the day, let Kylie grow up. Let the kid have a future. If you vote for Kylie, you're voting against her childhood. So you're Are out you here saying? making an impassioned plea to voters to let this poor little girl who's possibly part of a Nazi family using their ill-gotten goods to create a dairy empire forcing its uh, lactose goodness into Americans, whether they like it or not, and she would then become the heiress. You're telling us that we need to just let her be a little girl. Uh -huh. 
Yeah, and this isn't a poor little girl. She's a great, awesome, youthful, vibrant, knows her facts about birds, okay? She does karate. Like, are you going to take all of that away from her? If you are, you are going to vote for her. If you want her to continue karate, continue to learn about birds, continue to have the fun that comes with childhood, do not vote so for So you're Kale. saying that voting for her would be a worse outcome for her than, say, implying with minimal evidence that she's directly connected to a Nazi family. Oh, we're not, we're not implying there's, there's proof here. Um, there's, there's multiple, there are multiple sources that are, are tirelessly at work. And I'm hoping that we're going to get even more information before the debate here on Thursday that immediately ties both of these parties to a Nazi regime mm -hmm. and a poor, sweet little girl who you are calling a Nazi who, who just wants to be a kid. Mm -hmm. Well, no, I, I, I don't think she's a Nazi. However, I do believe that the folks that accepted the gift of a large sum of cows. I mean, let's just talk about the dairy industry here for a minute. Let's get into it. It's a $41 billion industry. Now, let me ask you something. You know, Richard Cream's got a straw hat. How many of those he has in his closet? I don't know. And he swaps them out, you know, because some of them may get a little dirty or scuffy or whatever. And he he's in a $41 billion industry. And he's saying that he's the modern day American, that I, I, I'm representing the modern day American. I mean, that sounds insane to me. I mean, who's got that kind of couch change? Now, here we are. Yeah. Yes. Talk about it, nobody. Yeah. Talk well, about well, it. I'm just, well, I'm just saying. Well, I'm just saying. You know how how do we we sit here as a, as a as a collective, which truly is everybody, right? We've represented everyone, and and you know, and we're we're happy to take new members, and thankfully, you know, one of your hosts here would like to join our collective, and we certainly appreciate that. Please, please so, take me. Yeah. Well, we we would love to have you, and, and the truth is. We want to represent everyone, not for, you know, uh, race, creed, uh, wealth, right? We, we, we're focused on ideas, policies, science that truly matter in making our world a well, better place. Well, why don't we get and, into some of those then? Yeah. So let's say yeah. I, I'm an average mm -hmm. American here. You know, I'm just a, <laughs> sure. uh, I'm living in Duluth, Minnesota with six kids as a sorghum farmer and I'm waiting to hear what this hacktivist collective is going to do for me as my bills from the local combine renting factory are coming in. So what's nobody going to do we for will me? listen. Let's talk about Ooh. those bills, right? Like, like, let's see where those bills already fit into things that we have said. For example, a free and open internet for all. All right? Is that farmer paying for internet for his kids to do online school? Not anymore, because the internet will be free. It's a public good. It's like a road you drive on, okay? Mm -hmm. It's it's something that should connect all of us. Um, so let's really get into those bills and see. And that's just something we've already have thought about. We'd want to sit down with this farmer, go through his bills, figure out what actually would would uh, uh, impact him in the best way so possible. Nobody, we're not going to pretend. We're not going to pretend that we know the answer. And that's the difference is if you think one family has all the answers, go vote for a cream. If you think one uh, child who is being put up to this by uh, by radicals has the answer 
if you believe that child is the Christ coming to fix America, Christ with a K, uh-huh. go vote for them. But if you believe no one person or one uh, uh, child, family, whatever has all the answers and that you should be involved in figuring out what that answer is, that's us. And that's democracy. That is th- Voting so, for so what nobody. I'm hearing is nobody. You're saying you're making a promise to all Americans that if they're struggling with finances, that you are going to personally go into every American's finances and help them figure out how they can better manage their bills. Is that what I'm hearing here? Without a doubt, we can create apps. We can we can figure out a way to make this process work okay you already tell the government all of your financial situations when you fill out taxes why doesn't the government turn around and tell you how to do better are you are you also saying that you would uh say hack into americans financial records bank accounts uh uh, uh, sort of transaction history credit cards and and give them dating profiles dating profiles maybe their 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 tinder.net profile see what kind of firewood they're using and then give them advice based on these things we wouldn't I mean, hack it. Go ahead. Well, if you were like, the government, it wouldn't be. Well, I, well, well, correct. But let's go a step further here, right? We we have to look at this. We have to look at this overall, right? What have we done? Who have we hacked? Who have we looked into? We've looked into the people who are corrupting this world, corrupting this country, corrupting this environment that we currently live in. Okay, I'm not claiming that we're a modern day Robin Hood here of sorts, but you heard it here. We have a lot of bad. Nobody is the modern we, we day have, Robin Hood. Yeah, you heard it here first. Uh, uh, well, uh, we, we are we're not claiming to be that individual. But what we are doing is we're saying, look, let's change our world. If you believe in change, if you believe in in, in affecting change, uh, join us. If you want to stick around and and look at what our democracy has given us, which has been a rehashing or a recycling of, of families and, 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 and wealth. And I mean, it's just, it's just a, it's a washer machine of garbage at this point. Why, why continue the process? And that's what we're trying to show the American people here is that, that you are looking at two other candidates who are very much the same that are stemmed from the same roots. And it's just going to be, it's just going to be another, Another four years of garbage. In a washing machine. In a washing machine, which doesn't sound great at all. Not to um, me. To clean up, certainly. You heard it here first, folks. Nobody, when asked if they'll be hacking into your personal financial records, gives a rambling answer without directly answering the question, which... If I don't, if that doesn't sound presidential, then I don't know what is. <laughs> I'm even, I'm even more excited to vote for you than I was before. I know we're not supposed to say that, not supposed to show our hand, but uh, frankly, this is a collective that I would like to be hacked by. Do yeah, I just, yeah, uh, yeah. do where, I email you me. my where, passwords? Yeah, how do we sign up? Where do I plug in the cord with my arm? I'm plugging the cord in my arm right now. Back of my head, jack me into the matrix, yeah, and then jack me back out. <sighs> Uh, well, you know, I, I, I think that we just we're trying to provide a, a service and that service is a better quality of life. I, I understand what, the concerns that you guys have, but uh, all in all, um, you know, we're, we're looking at the big fish in the sea. Right. We got the harpoon in our hands and we're looking at uh, at the, the white whale. Right. And, and no the, pun the intended on the white being whale. Kelly Gobaus, is that who you're going to be harpooning? No, this, no. Or? I'm talking to, oh, I'm talking about the white supremacist cream family that believes that the cream should always rise to the top and nothing else 
should but ever again, go so above I always that, get I get mixed up here. But you also said that Kaylee's part of that family, so there's a chance the Cream family has released that her mother could be their long lost sister. You'll have to check with the Creams on that one. We're taking their word for it because they know their family, and we know the heartbeat of an everyday American. We understand everyday Americans. We don't understand what it's like to be a, a, a multi-billionaire family that has missing sisters. Mm-hmm. So just to just to uh, uh, sort of wrap up what we've heard here, I just want to read back to you. So the Cream family, uh, Nazis with cows, the Girlbaus family is their own sisters and or cousins. Uh, Kaylee Girlbaus is being held captive by her mother, who is also possibly her sister and being forced to run for president and Christ spelled with a K. Did I cover the big issues? Don't forget the hacking into every individual American's entire life. Of course. I think that sums it up pretty nicely. (laughs) Beautiful. (laughs) Beautiful. In that case, if it's all summed up, there's only one thing left to do, and that's to move on to... Five questions. Five questions. Un, deux, trois, quatre, cinq. All right. Question number one. For those who don't know, first-time listeners, these are the five questions we ask every candidate, every guest who's been on the show, and this guest will be no different. Number one, what is our country (coughs) the most right now, and why is it D.C. statehood? Well, when... You have a when you're supposed to rep- represent all of a population, and there's more of a population in D.C. than in Montana. Obviously, D.C. needs statehood since since it's it just comes down to representation. Simple facts. Mm, Montana shots fired. Facts. Next up, you just got a blank check from Congress to spend on one program. What is it? Pinatas for every home. And the reason why is, I mean, if you if you think about the year that we've experienced here, there is nothing uh, more important to the American family than to beat a colorful, soulless uh, being with a stick that you know pops candy out of it occasionally. I mean, that this is what we need in every home. We need someone to beat this thing senseless. And you've got direct endorsement from Anthony Fauci on that. I, I, we believe that mental health. And, and the route in which it's going, we will be able to stop all sorts of mental illnesses that have been caused in 2020 if everybody could just get a nice, long bamboo stick and wallop the living piss out of a pinata in each one of their homes. This Sounds is what amazing. we've. This is what we've Sounds determined. Amazing. And folks, yep. again, you can check out uh, check out the Nobody website for their detailed policy paper on the one pinata per family program. It's the OPPP. outstanding. OPPP. <clears throat> if you could have anyone from history on your cabinet, who would it be? I mean, we don't. Is that really a question? We have Joan of Arc mm. as our vice president. So I think we've answered that in action. Absolutely. Not a member of the cabinet, of course, but a good answer nonetheless. And now a good non-controversial question for you. Jordan, Kobe or LeBron? I would probably say Kobe. Uh, the reason why is, look, you know, we've got Joan of Arc, who's a running mate. And, you know, she was just burning at a pyre, right? And, and, and I think that there's a correlation there. There's a suffering. There's a correlation there between Kobe and, 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 and Joan of Arc and, um, 
you know, I, it's a hell of a way to go out, a fiery way you to know, go Ryan, out. Ryan, 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 maybe you want to ask the next question, Ryan. I, uh... Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's, uh, it's yeah. t- time to move on. Yeah. Uh, this, this being October, what is your favorite horror movie? Well, we might... You might get two answers here because not everyone in the collective uh, has the same favorite horror movie. But for me, we're going to go with The Exorcist, Mm. a story of a young girl who needs saving from demonic possession, which reminds us, hashtag save Kaylee, a young bright girl who needs saving from uh, essentially uh, extremists and and yeah, extremists who have infiltrated her her entire campaign. Save Kaylee. Save Kaylee. I mean, shave, shaving heads. I mean, you know, talking in tongues. I mean, just outlandish behavior uh, around her, uh, and and just this this kid wants to be. This kid wants to have a childhood. You could just see that. Uh, save, save Kaylee. Kaylee. Free Kaylee. Save Kaylee. Save Kaylee. Also impressed you didn't go with the 1981 slasher, The Burning. Well, Francis. I think that's all the time we that's have. All the time we have. Nobody, thank you so much for being on the pod. Is there anything you want to plug on your way out? See us at the debates. We're looking forward to the debates uh, and, and to be able to bring these issues to the American people, to be able to look at Richard Cream Jr. and say, have you figured out your family lineage yet? Because our super PAC has posed questions and all you've done is cried about it. But guess what? Sometimes our family lineage hurts. So look around and tell us the truth. Why why don't we know who your great grandfather is? And we're we're interested in, in being able to see Kaylee and say, Kaylee, you know, you don't have to do this. And hopefully her mother does not, you know, allows her to speak freely and, and doesn't just ask her to be a puppet reciting lines. Because we believe Kaylee is a bright 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 little girl and instead of tomorrow's leader today no tomorrow's leader tomorrow let her have her childhood today she's a kid not a christ that's rock party candidate nobody taking a rather liberal definition of the word plug but nevertheless (laughs) thank you so much and thank you for sticking with us after the technical shenanigans from our intern wilson wilson Wilson! But thanks again for sticking with us, listeners. And please, please, wherever you get your podcasts, check out more of the great offerings from the Illiberal Media Podcast Network. We just added a new one called Neil Before Pod. That's where Lance Rhinus and Fiona Doby all take uh, a different tack every episode where they worship a different god. See how it affects their bodies, see how it affects their lives, and really it just kind of becomes a great musing on life i highly recommend it and ryan what's going on in your podcast neck of the woods still working on my solo podcast sky and with ryan where i gaze at the nighttime sky from the window of my apartment in brooklyn new york uh the window is on an air shaft so i can only see a little sliver of sky and uh, i will narrate my attempt to make out any constellations uh if i see any uh stars maybe an airplane in flight or uh, it could just be an hour of clouds passing by highly recommend Gotta say, Ryan, every episode leaves me (laughs) starry-eyed. Francis. 
And I implore all of you, if you have not already, go to vote411.org or vote.gov. Make sure you are registered. Make sure you are ready. Get a plan and get your voice heard this election. And stay tuned because we're going to be coming at you with more great interviews, with more great candidates. And on Thursday, watch the debates, if only because we're going to be there. So thank you so much again. I'm Francis Ford Coppola. I'm Ryan Feverman. And hear you soon. Part of the Illiberal Media Network.